With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is a little Sims and Lefko podcast extra because honestly, when Mike Vick makes himself available, you say, "Hey, we'll Mike, take it. How you doing? Good to hear from you, uh, Mike. We consider you a friend of the podcast. We still, I still have people come up to me and go, "Man, when you had Mike Vick on the podcast and he said that f bomb about that Bills Jets game, that was awesome." So we, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, what is it? What has it been like at Pittsburgh? What's this ride been like? And how's the team doing right now? Well, the ride has certainly been fun. Um, in the beginning, when I got, uh, I had to go in and play. Uh, you know, it was fun as well, but it was also tough because I had only been been with the team for about you know three and a half weeks to a month. Um, so that was that was a challenge, and it was something different for me. But uh, I managed to get through it, and and uh, you know, with the with the help of my teammates and you know, with the help of uh, of the quarterbacks, I was able to get through. Uh, the team is doing well. You know, Sunday is, was, was tough for us. You know, obviously we felt like we, we had a game that was right there in front of us that we could have won and could have, um, you know, put us in, in contention in the division as of right now. But uh, we're just looking forward to bouncing back. You know, we got to stay positive and, and let this week be our best work week ever. Well, you know, we, we I when you became the starter there in Pittsburgh, uh, we made some videos just talking about how – hard the adjustment was going to be for you because you've been in primarily a lot of West Coast systems and now you're in a system with Todd Haley that the verbiage was totally different and I don't think people yeah. realize how how hard that is as a quarterback. You used to call one formation double wing right and you can correct me if I'm wrong but now in the new the new system you're in it's zero out slot I believe right so yeah, just talk about, about a half right. right or half yeah. zero. Yes, exactly right. So just talk about just dealing with uh, the new verbiage and a new offense. Well, you know, being being a quarterback, we, you know, Chris and Chris know, you know, just as well as I know that, you know, when you come in, you you, you need some time, and usually that time, you know, happens early in the year and and uh, in in the spring when you have time to come in and. and and work out and meet with your coaches and learn the offense and, and then go into OTA. So you really get two you know, opportunities to get the installation. Me, I was, I just came in on, on August 25th and, you know, it was going into their third preseason game. So I just had to make a lot of adjustments on the fly. Uh, it wasn't easy by any stretch <clears throat> because <clears throat> it, it, you're not allowed to, you know, go out and just play freely. You know, you got to, you got to concentrate on the play. Right. You, know, you got to, focus on getting the play call you got to know exactly where your guys are going and then you got to you know make the right decisions and you know when you're learning a new offense you know it takes time but if you have to go out there and do it early from what I learned this year that 
you know, it's, it's not as easy as I thought it would be. I'll t- one thing that I found so incredible was your guys' big win, the Le'Veon Bell run on the goal line. Uh, after the game, you're talking about Ben Roethlisberger, how he kind of pointed out to you, I think it was, was it the Charger game? Yes. Pointed out the long pass yeah. that you went, and I could hear it in your voice, the level of respect that you have for Big Ben. Where was your level of respect before, and where is it right now in terms of him as an athlete and a leader of that franchise? You know, it's funny because, you know, I always, you know, I always thought that, you know, Ben was the exceptional quarterback. I thought he was one of the best at what he did. You know, no disrespect to other quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I always had him, you know, in my top three. Right. You know, because of his, his mobility, the way he moves, it's, it's his escapability. Um, you know, just playmaking ability, you know, within itself. So, you know, I always admired his play, uh, you know, and, and on top of that, he wore the number seven. So that made, <laughs> you know, even easier to root for him. But he, um, you know, he always do, did things that, that uh, you know, kind of awed the crowd. And I just thought he was an awesome competitor and I can kind of relate to that. You know, when, when you talk about your career, of course, you've made a few stops. You're one of the phenomenons in the history of the NFL as far as athletic ability. But you've played for the Eagles, the Jets, the Falcons. Now you're with, like, one of the premier organizations in all of sports in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Can you just – I know you haven't been there a long time, but is there a difference to you just, you know, looking at it as far as is this organization run differently than the other ones? Is, does that stand out to you as soon as you walk into the building? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, um, you know from just walking in from the first day, you know, it was it was just a blue-collar environment. You know, everybody came in to work each and every day, you know, singly focused on, on the task at hand, and that's winning a championship. And, you know, I heard so much championship talk. Right. You know, in the beginning, I knew exactly what, you know, the primary focus is from day, was from day one, and that, that was to seek a, a, a championship. And, you know, when that's ingrained in you, then you continue, then you start to work that way, you start to think that way, and I think it, it rubs off on everybody. And, you know, the, the guys, you know, took to it, and, and I certainly took to it, and it changed my work ethic. Where does Martavis Bryant rank in terms of freaks that you've been around in the NFL? Uh, he, he's certainly a freak. He's a, a guy that can can stretch the field. You know, has phenomenal speed. Um, you know, catches the ball well. You know, some areas that you know he will probably tell you he want to work on. And you see him working on things every day. But you know, he's going he's going to be in the in the top five and receiver in the next couple of years to come. You know, working alongside Antonio. You know, he can't do anything but get better. The amount of talk this offseason about the Steelers and their weapons and the ability to put up an insane amount of points this year, and now you look at it now with all the injuries with Le'Veon and Ben and bouncing back and trying to get the timing back together, what are you guys saying to each other in the meeting rooms right now? What is the offensive message between you guys? Well, just stay singly focused on, on what we we want to accomplish. And, you know, that's winning game number five for us. And, you know, we, we got to take it one week at a time. You know, we can't get too far ahead of the schedule. You know, what lies ahead, what games we got coming up. I think this week is the most important week, and, and that's been stressed. Um, you know, yesterday in the team meeting room and how we can get better. I think that's the, the most important thing, and that's what the emphasis is going to be on. And I think guys are going to come out this week working on the, the technique and things that can make them, you know, a better football player. 
Yeah, all right. So just give everybody out there, too, just a little status update on your hamstring. I mean, I was never fast enough to actually pull a hamstring, and we certainly know <laughs> Lefko couldn't ever pull his hamstring. So, but uh, how's it feeling? Where are you at as far as percent-wise? I'm just feeling good. I'm getting better, um, you know, about 90%. You know, so I have I, last week I didn't really push it. You know, I was just trying to, you know, just be cautious with it and, um, so this this week I'm, I'm gonna do a lot more, you know. But uh, I'm glad that it wasn't a high hamstring like I had in, in 2013. Right. Uh, it was a, it was a bit lower and um, didn't really affect me as much. So next time we play in the cold weather, I'll be ready for it. Most talented wide receiver duo you ever been with right now, as far as on a team, um, Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant. Yeah, they run neck and neck with Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson. Right. But, uh, you know, these guys work extremely hard, and they, they believe that they're the best, and, and I think it's all starts with the confidence. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Mike, when you get completely healthy, we're excited to see Tomlin run you out there and Haley with some new crazy packages when you're making that playoff run. Vic rolling right, the halfback toss, throwing bombs. It's going to be awesome, man. We're pumped for you. Hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> You're the man. I know you picked number two, the deuce, because of me. I appreciate that. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Got to show you some love, baby. Yeah, thanks, awesome. Mike. Man, you the man. Good luck with everything. Thanks, brother. All right. Thank you. Uh, hope he gets healthy. Yeah. Just wrap this up because this is a Simpson left yeah. extra, so we'll post this in addition. Um, hamstring talk is always interesting to me why? because it, it is where the hamstring is pulled will de- determine how long it is. If you know how he said, I'm glad it wasn't a high one like I had in 2013. If you see someone pulling underneath their butt, that's the worst hamstring pull you can have just because it's where the hamstring connects to the glute or the butt. That usually takes the longest to heal. Uh, only really fast people pull that up there, like a Michael Vick. And yeah, his, what do you mean by really fast people? I don't well, get that. Well, the, the, the hamstring pulls basically because they're applying so much power, power to the ground. The hamstring... Our, our, now you're talking about power, so like a really big person that's exploding. Well, yeah, the that, power and also the ability to, uh, you know... Uh, torque? To, yeah, not torque, but just spin, spin the legs. I'm, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, you know gotcha, what I gotcha. mean? So all that, we're, we're not capable of moving our legs that fast or applying that power. I if I have hamstrings. Well, it's why you see it's only receivers and DBs for the mm. most part that usually pull their hamstrings. Um, um, but that is, there is something to that. The, the Steelers in general with kind of what he's talking about with Big Ben, that offense, it I, you could tell that last loss is a bad taste in their mouth right now. Yeah. Because like, they knew they had a chance and now they're three games down or two and a half games down in the division. Right. Uh, I know you have a lot of, of high hopes for the Steelers. I do. If Big Ben is healthy, do you think Vic could ever be used in any way the rest of the year? I in think, what way would it be? Yeah, I think you're, you know you made some good points. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw them both on the field at the same time. Maybe you split it, you know, wild card game. They split out Michael Vick in the bunch formation out wide and maybe fake a double pass to him. Who knows? But it'll make you think. I would not be shocked to see him on the field. Or even, you know, how they did in the Chargers game. They ran Le'Veon Bell and did some of the, uh, you know, uh, the wild wildcat. Yeah, yeah, I always forget that you might see some of that too where they say hey here's a design run for Michael Vick you know we'll try to outnumber them or or give him a run pass option I would not be shocked another thing I took from that right there with Mike Vick uh, Martavis Bryant is not ready like to be a real right. wide receiver right, right now he is simply a go route I mean the fact look he knows he's a physical freak yeah but the same now look he's still working on stuff he was raw coming out of Clemson super raw right. super raw I think we get excited because we see him on tape yeah. and all that stuff but um, yeah, the Steelers, I know you have a lot of high hopes for them still right. going on. Um, you but, don't? 
I, I know it'll be clicking soon. Right. I just think that there's so much ground to make up in the AFC, and they're going to have to do it on the road. I think if the Steelers were at home, I think they have one of the truly unique home field advantages in the NFL with the wind and that stadium. And I think that Denver and New England uh, are going to be, and, and not as much Cincinnati, but Denver and New England, really tough places for that team to play. Yes. But they have the offensive weapon. Right? Yeah, and they, they win this week. They're in the playoffs as of right now, I believe. You know, Crazy. Yeah, because Oakland's in right now. Right. So that would put them right there back in the thick of things. But cool. that was a big loss last week. And Huge loss. We said it. It's, it's on Big Ben. I mean, he knew better to throw some of those interceptions. He's played enough ball to know you can't make stupid decisions like that. Always fun to have Mike Vick on a little Sims and Lefko podcast extra. Producer Josh tucked away back there enjoying a nice little nap. We did all the work for him, so don't worry about it. Uh, we're, of course, going to be putting up a new episode next Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter, at Sims and Lefko. Of course, download us on iTunes. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this little nugget. We'll see you next week. I'll let you boy.